I'm Anderson. There's Mike Carano. Hello, Mike Carano. Straight here. ahead, there's uh, Mike Carano. No tie tie. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Nope. Uh, we come to you live on tape from the world famous uh, Emporium, Mike, My Mike, Mike room. Carano Emporium. Emptying out slowly, one piece at a time. One pain in the ass piece at a time. Emporium or Emporium? Uh, what was the first thing you said? Emporium, Emporium, Emporium. I don't know. I learned You're that once. the same word twice. Implore, Empore. The only Emporium I've ever been to oh, is at Disneyland. Say? Is well, that Disneyland? Which was it? What'd you say? Emporium. 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 Noel? Mm-hmm. Noel involved? Oh, there's definitely Noel. Okay. So it's not a Limporium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's some kind of porium mm. of the M Can I just say, I have no business sitting in this living room I right now. I hear you. I told you On you were couch. banned from my place two weeks ago. I have no ago. business relaxing and enjoying a nice conversation we're working, with my buddy Mike Crow. We're working. True. True. Be- because I understand you're way more under the gun than I am, mm. but I certainly have no business wasting time right now. And this is, uh, this is not a waste of time. Yeah, it's sorry, not a waste of time. That. Thanks to our that. Patreon yeah. Thanks listeners. Thanks for Heil Thank God. Me, by the way, when you pointed at me. Yeah, I, I do that thing with my hand where I, I, I make a point and I am Can I say I'm real quick before we get into it? Throw my hand like, in the air. <laughs> throw it in the air. I got t-shirt update story for you that I have to okay. get to quickly, but go ahead. I somehow stumbled on while I was watching videos. I mm. saw a video pop on my YouTube feed. 1970s Mercedes being assembled and it was fascinating because mm-hmm. they were so rough with it and those cars were so Where well built. Where did this come from? I watched that. The next video down was Hitler arrives at the automobile show like 1939 or something right. and that Heil Hitler thing, mm-hmm. apparently I'm an ignoramus and I had no idea mm-hmm. that that was the hello salute thing because everyone did it to him. Everywhere he went, they just immediately arm jetted out. Well, yeah, it's like the same as... Um, I, I'm oh, doing I had the, uh, no idea. What I had you, what do you no mean idea. you had no idea? What did you think it was? I thought it was a exclusive to Nazis. It, it kind of is. Well, I thought it was a Hitler thing. I didn't it think it was a... But wait, wait, where did you see this? On a video of him going to the of, car of Hitler. show. Yes. Right, yes. so how is yes. it not a Hitler thing? What are you talking about? Well, you're right, but I didn't realize that civilians were going to hire Hitler I don't need him. to see the video. Lines of people. No, I'm, I'm just seeing if that was Tyler. It sure was. Yeah, he's going to do that thing where he doesn't show up to the show and then he interrupts the show nonstop. So Ty Ty was supposed to get over here um, in between 8, 8.30. Originally 8.30 and then I said, can we do it at 8 because I, I'm under the gun. And then he's like, ah, I'm probably 8.20 for me. He has a good excuse though. And then though. he sends us a text at like 8.25 saying, uh, just getting out of work now. Jared, L- whatever the fuck his name is. Let- Leto, 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 Leto. Leto. Uh, his his uh, Jared Leto his his performance on the uh, late 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 show went on and on and on, which I understand that because I've worked in a lot of live TV and, and TV. Oh God, 
It sounded like a weird. Like, okay, I don't understand it because they're, they're limited. He's not doing a, a one of those double albums from the seventies on television. They but wouldn't let that when, fly. When people come in, especially if they're quote unquote stars, like they mm-hmm. get the run of the place and they get to go over and they. Do you think he just did, did takes? They several either. Takes? No, I think that he probably just did a jam sesh. They either have never worked for uh, themselves, work for anyone, and they don't understand like mm-hmm. other people having to work and stay behind on, on because of them. Just like and they have families to get to or 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 world famous uh, podcasts to get to. Uh, but I, I've dealt with this numerous times where yeah. people come in. Most it's the same thing as when you're a fucking waiter. Jones. Quincy fucking Jones comes in yeah. and Huge he kept day. us there for an extra like uh, probably close to an hour like we were all supposed to go home how come because he, he was to regale you of tales of michael jackson no he was just hitting on every single female oh, yeah. staff oh, he hits on there. everybody everyone yeah, and everybody. it's like he couldn't do his little takes we're how just many, trying to do wait, promos how many f- and it's how like many, we're all waiting to go home but how many female staffers were there two no it was when i was doing uh what's that music channel that's not mtv uh access tv okay, okay. and there's there's probably like i don't know eight or nine like uh you know moderately yeah. attractive how women much time did you spend on each chick Every time a girl and I was I'm sitting there in my sound booth, right? So I have all the monitors and I see all the live camera feeds and I'd, I'd see like a woman coming down the hall and going towards the uh, the, the the studio. I'd be like, no, please don't go in there because then he's going to start talking to her. This might like be- he was getting so distracted with we yeah. just needed him to say like maybe 15 words into the camera. Yeah. And he had I to get out of his friend. wheelchair every time. He, I have he a friend. Like, a, a, like a, a Franklin D. Roosevelt thing where like he was no one was allowed to know he's in a wheelchair. But yeah. uh so he'd get out of his wheelchair, start to do it, and then a woman would come in, and he would get distracted, and just uh, oh, he needs oh, one of those aliens. He needs one of those aliens style robotic Sig- Sigourney Weaver walking machines. And he was drinking wine out of his mm-hmm. coffee cup. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude, we're, um, we're all trying to go home here. I think it's we have a mutual friend. I know we do, and I can't remember who it was. His I believe Mickey. it was Burt Kreischer. We both are friends with Mickey. Well, I'm he, not friends with Burt Kreischer. He worked I know him. with. Uh, if it wasn't Burt, I'm sorry for telling the story wrong mm. but it was either Kreischer it was someone who's a comic now okay and they worked for a production company mm-hmm. and his production company as a matter of fact mm-hmm. and he said one time he went up to Quincy at lunch and he was surrounded by his young blonde assistants yeah and he goes Quincy what's the secret to success and he in front of the entire table goes young pussy mm-hmm. you know what's funny about this whole story is rashida jones his daughter who's mm-hmm. lovely i, I she loved says, her on boston old, public old cock keeps her she, young uh, <laughs> she was a producer on that show hot girls wanted is a documentary called hot girls wanted mm-hmm. about i saw uh, it the I think she was a director or wasn't she, she was a producer on it but she's you know she's a feminist and she's all about mm-hmm. women's rights which she should be and her dad is a latch maybe that's yeah. why maybe that's, that's probably why. why that's probably why Opposites. i wonder if she were to hear this if she'd be upset um, for me outing well, her. I don't want to upset her because that documentary was kind of interesting. It's an interesting documentary and I, I really yeah. like the Rashida Jones. I, I, I like the cut of her jib. Uh, I started to watch a documentary on Netflix called The Name Documentary or mm. The Name Show and it was about people that have odd names. It got boring real sounds fast. Sounds awful. Yeah. It got boring real sounds fast. Sounds terrible. Why, like would you, why would you watch Because I wanted to see what oh, was Oh, you're doing there. research was, yeah. for your documentary. And uh, there's one guy whose name was Cocksucker. No. That's not no, real. No, name. but there's some horrid names out yeah. there. You're just okay. like, oh, it just gave me shivers. Like, Did your timbers get shivered? Yeah, whatever those are. Mm, okay. quick, my back. quick little, before I forget because I'm terrible mm-hmm. at uh, promotion, especially on this program. But uh, let me tell you, Anderson just hand lotion coming soon. I'm coming off of having to watch my film groupers. Yeah, you hate it now. 
uh, for quality control. Mm-hmm. QC, little QC, right? Mm-hmm. Little QC, because I do everything. I'm Mr. Control. You should probably it. have some uh, fresh eyes do that. I get other eyes to do it. Okay. Trust me, okay. but I'm, I'm, I'm the what main did, What did Atticus say? And, give uh, you notes? I had to watch it all the way through over the weekend uh, for okay. sound. Okay. You know, take sound notes Did you do things. it with headphones on? Yes. Okay. I did it with a professional Sony cans, and then I had to watch it all the way through for color correction. When mm-hmm. there's, It's still being worked on, but up until what we what have- What are you doing in Chicago all tomorrow? The way through, uh, I'm leaving- Wednesday morning uh, for Chicago for the final sound mix. Okay, how the many five point one surround sound mix? Mm-hmm. Uh, all day Thursday, all day Friday. But let me tell you, two different. And this is a, a little embarrassing you to can be hear saying that this. Finger trap crackle behind your head. Uh, in watching the movie all the way through twice, m- numerous times, I had to remind myself why I was watching it. Because it's my own movie, and I know it from beginning to end, yeah. but I got lost in the performances, and I was good, just kind of good, watching the good, movie. Yeah. And this is weird, but yeah. I've made a number of shorts. I've written a ton of shit. You know who I does that? I everything I do, Mike, and I like this. Good. I like, I'm like. i liking this movie. Good. And I am. I used to think if I could see it in a vacuum and I had no idea what it was, and it was just out there, I would see it, and I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like it. Or if you were a Westworld robot, you'd go like, this looks so familiar, and they'd be like, in another land, she wrote, he wrote this movie and directed it. I'm not watching this this season, so I might be lost in that I'll, reference. I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up for you in I'm okay. Let's not do that. Cause people watch watch that show, and they, they don't need to have First episode, ruined. didn't get it. Second episode, liked it. Third episode, fantastic. Okay. Uh, but anyways... Uh, it's it's pretty close to what I had dreamt of. I and mean, we talked That's about amazing. This with making That's movies. That's amazing. It's probably like the seventy percent mark as far as like because what you what you what happens is you have an idea in your head, you sit down, you write it, and you and you think that you're gonna going to make it the way it goes, like it plays in your head, mm-hmm. but it's never close to that. And uh, sometimes it's better than if you get real lucky, but that's really rare, I think. That's like, a, uh, like um, you know, uh, what's his name? Who made The Godfather want, thought it was a comedy when they were shooting it. And then when he saw it in the theater, he was like, this is a great drama. It's not, it's not true at all. Ba-na-ba-ba-na-ba. So uh, it's going to be showing in uh, in a theater for the first time ever, June 2nd, in case you haven't heard. It's, it's shocking how many people still have not heard. I get emails from people saying, hey, when's that movie uh, that you were working on coming out? Like friends of mine and listeners. Mm-hmm. So June 2nd, Chinese Theater, Los Angeles. That's the first. That's a kickoff. Uh, tickets are a little pricey because it's going to be an event. It's it's $30. Uh, if you get them online right now at groupersthemovie.com, 30 bucks. Uh, I do have uh, tickets left. We're about two thirds of the way there. Are they assigned seats? No. And uh, I'm gonna have you know the step and repeat, and I, I got I got my uh, my little gift uh, giveaways that came in today for everybody. A lot of people, if you yeah. want them. Yeah. Uh, and it's gonna be playing in a, a nice, big, beautiful theater with the surround sound. It's gonna be shown the way it's supposed to be popcorn. shown. And popcorn is there uh, for sale. I can and, hardly wait for popcorn. Uh, my entire cast and most of my crew are going to be there. We're gonna do a Q and A afterwards, and it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be a very enjoyable. So thirty dollars right now. Uh, we will, if there are still tickets available day of, they will be forty dollars at the door. So why is that? Because we don't want to deal with like you know we don't have the staff to deal with like uh, you know people waiting online. Hey, are you going to have somebody at the uh, ticket window doing what we did not have when we did the first live after disaster, like telling them Be- being topless? This is a, this is a guy's movie screening showing like a debut. A guy. Well, I mean, if a stranger walks up and just goes, no, I no, there's see no straight. This is a private event. Okay, for all okay, that's what I was saying. Like you don't like. Could, like there, could no, we're not taking some... walk-ups. We're taking walk-ups who are here in this. Okay, but we're not it. taking like people off the street. No, okay, because these are private. Because for it to still be eligible for uh, yeah for for festivals and Do whatnot. You want to spill the beans on the gifts or no? You want to keep that a secret? There'll be Chinese finger traps galore okay. for okay. many people. Big anyone ones? who wants big one. ones. 
No, I'm going with the with okay. traditional. Okay. Did you get them on Amazon? Traditional. I may have. I may have. So that's my update on groupers. Uh, I'm very excited and nervous. I'm excited too. To go when Wednesday, is it? Next Wednesday. Saturday? It's a week from this coming Saturday. June 2nd. Okay. Michael. Okay. June 2nd. Okay. And then are you going to moderate? I'd love to. The Q&A? I would love to. So Mike will be up there uh, moderating the, the Q&A. Can you, can you actually um, let me know who's going to be on stage? And the entire, uh, all the principal cast. So there's eight okay. cast. And are you going to let me uh, and Mickey might be up there. come up with questions? Um, if you'd like, and yeah. I'm, I'm definitely want to do uh, open to the to the the floor to the people that I are don't want. I don't really care to do definitely that. Definitely want to do uh, open to the to the audience. Okay, oh. but can we state for the record? Here's, if here's you're going to ask a question from the audience, make sure it's a well prepared question, mm-hmm. not just uh, like how our callers used to be, which is like, oh, go caller line one. No, hey, but this will be like up? they just watched an hour and forty five okay. minutes of okay. something, and they're going to probably have poignant pointed questions you know what i mean here's mm-hmm. what's gonna be telling i'm probably gonna do like a five ten minute like intermission after the movie and before the q a how many people clear out and don't come back that's gonna be telling why would you do that because it's it's, it's an hour and 45 minutes no, and let them like, let them no don't do that really no no really? just start the q a and if people need to use the restroom they'll use it and come back that right. five ten minute thing is is okay no, you're right you're right it kills the energy yeah you're right you're right okay because once you walk outside you're gonna Decisions be like do made. i want to go back uh you're right okay cool yeah. All right. I might split if you do a five minute intermission. <laughs> Every other city that I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna do the mod. Uh, the, I'm gonna moderate it myself. Okay. And I'll probably be up there by myself too. You don't want me to Skype it in? That'd be weird. So, anyways, that's that. Mike, you've seen the the rough cut, and yeah. uh, I eight people have seen the rough cut. And I wish I could see notes. a better cut. And uh, here's what I got from people, and they're like, they gave me all their notes, and they're mm-hmm. like. <laughs> from like three or four of, of you not you you didn't do this but three or four of people that saw it said just be really happy that you made a movie because very few people do oh, and I, I took that. that as such she's a she's got a really good personality <laughs> hey man you did your best and hey. I, I think I don't know maybe, maybe part of that's because people aren't used to watching like I really cannot rough believe sound that it's come to it's come to this what do you mean like this is amazing we're actually it's there a big accomplishment it's actually happening it's exciting it all started what what episode of uh, the after disaster is this I don't know I have no idea it's four something right this For, I, well the 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 episode of my podcast that goes up tonight is two fifty two and I think I'm right at the halfway. Oh no, I guess not because that would be five hundred. Well, it's I always going to change. Too, I thought right? I had half as many as the after disaster, but I don't. I have more than half. But the this this little the uh, the the, the, the re- absurd concept that uh, the movie is constructed around came up on episode uh, the after disaster two hundred twenty four, and I think we're at okay. four hundred and something right now. So probably like two hundred episodes ago wow. is where it first came up. Sometimes, and, uh, sometimes it occurs to me that we've recorded that many episodes of this podcast, and it's goddamn amazing. It is. It kind of is amazing. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the show is amazing. No, I'm no, saying no. We would the idea that. that we stuck something out this long and it's still going. Mm-hmm. So how's your how's your movie going? Uh, very slowly, painfully. Um, it's uh, I'm piecing things together, but it's um, you get in the you ever get that like like electricity like you're like oh this is fucking working this is great. Sometimes, but it's, it's, I kind of have had so many distractions the last three weeks to a month that. What kind I, of distractions? Well, I'm, I'm really facing the heat on this, uh, this tax issue and yeah. my, and my needing to ha- make a living coming up very, very soon. Right. And I can't really explain all the details. I'll tell you after the show, but, uh, like meaning like after this month, I'm, I either need a job or I need to earn a living or get unemployment. Welfare? I don't know how that's going to work out. 
welfare. I just sent a text to Tyler. He said, I would like welfare, please. Tyler I'm working said, on a movie about death and a uh, sub project about getting my shit together. Mm-hmm. They might intersect and become one thing. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. You think? That's where it's going. Yeah. It could be one movie. Well, it's it's truly the biggest change I've ever made in my life. And it's... What do you mean the change? What change? I'm getting my shit together and I'm... I'm making better decisions mm-hmm. i'm going to become self-sufficient right i'm going to promote myself mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm going to hustle for the first time ever in my life if this does all happen for you and yeah. things are going well if it doesn't i'm gonna months, die are you gonna have a michael are you gonna have a picture of paul like framed in your house no, somewhere no no we'll probably like a, be enemies by then because uh, so? he's yeah. kind of like the driving force behind all of this Yes, he is the driving force behind it, but uh, you know, I feel and, like there should be a smaller picture of me somewhere as well because okay. I'm the one who uh, introduced you to, to, to Dr. Drew. I will put a smaller picture program. of you somewhere. Wherever I do this tribute wall to my new life, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, they're going to go unframed because I'm not going to squander that precious money. What do you think happens? Unframed. Honestly, you know what? I've never thought about this, but what do you think happens if um, I don't? Uh, just a little memory lane mm-hmm. for a moment, okay? Yeah. yeah. 2008, I'd say. Um, yeah, let me just explain to you real quickly. This movie is not just about me getting my shit together mm. financially. That's the big incentive in order for me to get self-esteem and be able to charge people for work and right. actually do good work and be able to create things in the future for money. Mm-hmm. And it's also dealing with this unbridled anger I have inside of me for childhood shit that I'm not going to dwell on, mm-hmm. but it's just nothing but anger coming out of me right. and depression and sadness. And yeah. I'm, I'm addressing all of this stuff and really trying to do the work to make this right in, in, in hopes truthfully of creating something that I can sell. Right. And, but also more importantly than that for me, and I mean this from my fucking heart um, of being a service to people, mm-hmm. like letting people know there is hope, you know? Right. And, and it's supposed to still be a comedy. You know, because a lot of this other thing is I think like as long as you're involved, Mike, it, it'll be fun. A lot of it is like extended versions of five minutes with Mike, right. but it's all sort of focused on one thing. Like, mm-hmm. why am I depressed? How do I deal with this? What's the best way for me to deal with it? How do I accept my narcissism? How do I accept this? And how do I work around it? And how do I stop thinking I'm above this? Or And, and it's just being completely honest and transparent and letting people see all of my flaws and my weaknesses and my bad decisions and then trying to mm-hmm. turn that around into so here's how I am and here's why I want to fix it because I want to live I want to wake up and feel happy and I had a moment of it yet today. everyone wants that you realize I know that, Mike. I know that's why I you think realize it's be everyone wants to wake up and be happy yeah. everyone okay. wants to be happy yes and that's that's where I kind of have I, I disconnect with you is because you you seem to think that you're on this this uh, this quest by yourself in the world that no I want to be happy. You're, did you it's just like listen to what I just said? I'm it, I'm trying to be of service and let, right. and let people see let people a way that I right address you, the way that I took care of this. But I don't want to. I I'm, I have no plans to be happy because I don't even know what that means. I have plans. <laughs> I don't think to people be do know what, what satisfied. It I think that's what sells most of the things in the world, especially yeah. in the Western part of the world i think having this this dream of happiness and sex and yeah i know a a big part of the problem is there is a chemical problem in my head because even when i get a lot done during the day and i feel great and i'm kind of on a high by the afternoon i'm covered in sadness and it's just sadness i just walk around and i'm just sad and i know that needs to be fixed and i know i probably sadness and loneliness i think they kind of intersect yeah well, you know what? Like Dr. Drew says, the three Who's things. Who's this Dr. Drew you speak He's of? this guy that you introduced me to. I'm not sure if he's even a doctor or what he uh, is, but uh, doctor, it might be his doctor name, like Dr. J, Dr. Love Pepper. Love doctor, yeah. 
But he said the three keys to being living a fulfilled life is one, a uh-huh. relationship, mm-hmm. two, being social, mm-hmm. getting out and engaging with other human beings, and three, enjoying what you do for income. And I have none of those right now. These aren't the three keys. These are three very good keys. And it's funny knowing Drew the way I know him. Like I, I see. No, he said those are the three keys, not the yeah, three very good there's keys. There's no such thing as the three fucking keys. Well, this is like. Who is a, he to say? Some, he didn't Who's say. Who's anyone some, to say? Some famous psych- and I, psychologist. I know Drew. I can see this. him. Uh, some famous psychologist this came up following with this. this because no, I see someone him doing these very, things. very prominent did an I, extensive study and found out that people that seem to wake up and enjoy their lives and feel like they live a fulfilled life ha- are are in in a a relationship. Mm-hmm. They get out and socialize mm-hmm. and they love what they do for a living. Okay, well, two of those three things make sense when you look at India as like the happiest country in the world, mm-hmm. right? And they, they say that the people in India are happier than anywhere any other country. I believe that they, that's the case. They also say the poorest people are, seem to be the happiest. Well, they're pretty poor over there in the, yeah. in the old India. But the uh, you know the relationship, I get that. The yeah. Being social, which they kind of intersect, being social and having relationships. No, right? the, he. I asked him that too, and he said no. It's very separate. One is you have a bond with one person, and that's the person you're mm-hmm. like walking through life with. It doesn't have to be like a husband or a wife, but you have this one. It, that's the best case scenario. It's like you're, and, but the other one is you go out and you engage with other human beings. This and, feels like religion to me. This feels like uh, things that you have to follow to make yourself feel like worthwhile. Well, it's true. That's, that's what. No, it's true though. It is for a lot well, of people. Anderson, not everybody. For me, I have no discipline and I have no regimented lifestyle. But lately, I've been getting up. I write for for meditation purposes and for mm-hmm. and for uh, mental reasons that I got out of a book I read. And I write three pages and it's just blithering, blathering like I'm angry today because of this. And it lifts it off my shoulders. And then I try to meditate and then I go for a hike. Right there, I'm in a much, much, much better mood than my regular schedule of getting up, going and getting coffee in a Danish and coming home and staring at the internet. Right, of course. It starts me off on a completely different trajectory. But it takes effort and it probably takes a lot of work. It's work, yeah. And I I don't see any kind of social... Uh, social occurrences happening there, or a relationship happening with that. no, no. That's uh, that might be why I'm kind of. I think it absolutely. I one of the bad spots that I've been in in my life. Can like, absolutely say that of all my friends and all the people that I'm close to, that all people that I consider to be friends of mine, which is not that many, but still, um, you would probably thrive more than anyone that I know with a partner of sorts. And it's weird that you have set your life up so that you can't have that. Well, my last relationship made me much more calm and yeah. made me much more content with great. life. I yeah. know. But yeah. it, we all knew that it was destined to fail eventually yeah. because yeah. of circumstances and ultimately because of your preconceived rules of, of not being able to share a space with people. It's just unless yeah. you find the yeah. Mike Carano equivalent, uh, yeah. you, you know, where she's like, oh, yeah, I hate when people sleep in my bed. Oh, I hate when people well, sleep I, over I my house. I found that with the other person. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh. We talked about that early on. Like, I'm like, I like to sleep alone. She, me too. Well, there's other issues with the other yeah. person. Yeah, the other, like she was married and had four kids. That was a big problem. Yeah, yeah, those fucking kids. So let's go kids. memory, memory, memory lane. Okay. Real quick. 2008. <laughs> I, uh, memory lane. I don't know. I'd already known of, of you for around seven or eight years, maybe nine years at that point. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, 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 I've told this story before, but I get emails a lot like, how, how did you guys meet? And like, how did this all come to be? And I, I'm kind of bummed out that I don't get any emails. How did you break your back? 
I don't. Why don't you get those emails? I, I get emails probably around fifteen emails a day from listeners. I get like mental health suggestion emails. Okay. I well partially from she sends me a lot more financial. Kay is the uh, the mother of the of the program. Yeah. Thanks for my birthday card, Kay. I, I and thank you for the book, Kay. It I was it came to. unaddressed, and I had no idea who sent it. I, I guessed it was Kay. All right, so uh, I I met Mike on a, a film shoot, uh, probably nineteen ninety nine or two thousand, and did not like him much. Mm. Um, didn't didn't like the the cut of his jib. That's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. It, it involved it. a girl and him talking to a girl and ignoring me. So I you know take that for what it's worth, but whatever. That was just my I first swear impression. all my life, I, know, I don't I remember that. I don't remember Cut to uh, eight or nine years later, and uh, I'm living with my now wife, Jillian, who was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, our buddy, Mickey, who is my DP and co-producer on, on my film filming endeavors these days. Uh, he's the one I went to film school with, and he's the one who introduced me to Mike all those years ago. He Credit to Mickey for all of those years in between the time that I first met you and the time that I finally called you. Mickey would probably every six months or so be like, dude, you got to like, you know, call Corona or you got to check out Mike Corona. You know that guy, Mike Corona? Yes, I know Mike Corona and I don't like Mike Corona. Yeah, what I good. good news. And uh, that makes me feel great. Finally, he somehow forced one of your five minutes with Mike down my throat or somehow. And I watched it with Jillian at, at our apartment that we lived in. And I remember we were both so enthralled with your performance and the way you came off and your being and your presence that we wanted Thank more you very and much. we continued for the next hour and a half or so watching every five minutes of mike with mike that we could get our hands on on the I'm, internet I'm, that's, I'm pretty freaking honored by that that's, that's pretty, back when they were like all there and we watched them on my little laptop sitting on the coffee table in our living room in our apartment and it was great it was and i uh text mickey and i said all right i broke down i watched all all of mike's stuff i like this guy a lot i and i want to talk to him i i, I was like start I, I wanted to like get a hold of you and and talk to you and i can tell i'm making you uncomfortable right now but that's okay because i i I know you well enough, and it, it's okay. If I didn't know you that well, it'd be really uncomfortable. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I get I get your number, and I, I think I just cold called you, right? Didn't I just call you up out of the blue, or did I send you a text first? Do I you remember? Know. Oh no, we we ran into each other at Anderson's this or at not at, true at Mickey's New Year's Eve party. This is untrue. That was after the phone call. I called you up out of the fucking blue and i remember the conversation really well because i was standing out i lived in marina del rey at the time and i was standing on a little MDR. path right by the marina and i talked to you probably for 45 minutes and i i just called you up and i said i don't know if you remember me you probably don't my name's anderson i'm friends with mickey i work on loveline i threw that in there and you were familiar with loveline and you knew my name from loveline so i think that's the connection you made because you were a loveline listener and i just told you about the five minutes with mike and how much i love them and uh started talking to you and then we've met in person at the New Year's Eve party, probably three months yeah. later, maybe. God damn, that was one of the worst nights of my life. Was it really? Mm -hmm. I don't even remember that night. I really fucked up. Why? Huh? I really, really fucked up. I remember up. you grilling I, me in the kitchen. I heard someone about movies. really bad. You're that like, night. what's your favorite movie? I'm like, Clockwork Orange. E.T. And you're like, why? Um, and I was explaining it to you, and you were like trying to disagree with me. I'm like, all right. Is that really the dumb question that I came up with? What's your favorite movie? I think it was. Yeah. Next, what's your favorite Who'd color? You what's your Who'd you hurt then? I really, um, I, I'll regret this forever, but uh, I was not a good boyfriend. And Oh, yes. Miranda, she was there that night, right? No, she was at my house. Because she was at a Mickey party later after that, though. And I remember Before, that was very uncomfortable. Because there's no way she would go out. Oh, you, you might be right. Absolutely right. Because yeah. that was the first night that I met you, that New Year's Eve. I didn't. Or the she, second time I she met is, you. She is a, a good person. How do you not remember our phone call? I don't remember anything. Uh-huh. 
Miranda this said setting set to me. Miranda said, uh, "Do you want to spend New Year's Eve together?" I went, "Sure." <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Did you bring Jared Le- Leto? I didn't get to tell you the joke. Tyler just walked in. Tyler yeah. sent a text uh, about twenty minutes ago saying, "You guys can start without, without me if you want." And I and I text him back, "We would never." And we were in the <laughs> middle of the show, and I text that. That's oh, good stuff. The uh, he does got to be plugged in. She she came to ah oh, fuck. Tyler's isn't working. You think we're still going? We are now. I but had it's to, a zero. I'll, I'll, I'll click it together. Yes, yeah, we the, had to start over. All right. Um, so everyone, fast forward to the good part. She, I'm going to tweet, start the episode at she 27 dr- minutes in. <laughs> she made dinner, mm. brought it to my house in Orange County Miranda. from Brentwood, where she lives. Mm-hmm. And I, she said, what time will you be home? And I said, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. at the latest. She had dinner all ready to go. She brought a bottle of champagne, all this stuff. I stayed at Mickey's Drunk till 1. Yeah, and then it took me an hour to get home, and she was so hurt and so shaken up that it made me fucking but sick. Honestly, man, and, and I'm not. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That relationship what I was know never meant to of be. Miranda yep. is like she knew that would happen. I don't know, man. I think how does she not know that would happen? She knows know. you. She knows how, how you were, and she was all about like extreme sacrifice. Like get up and and you take me to the airport at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And I will do but, this. Extreme but no matter what, I still live with this sick guilt. Let it go. Because I have that with her, the one with Rebecca that happened years earlier, where she wanted to bring a friend of hers to see the TV show I worked on, right. and she was trying to like trying to show off her boyfriend, like, oh, and he works on this TV show and he does graphics for it and stuff. And I, you did graphics for it. I ignored. Wait, you did graphics for a TV show? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, what? Dennis what? Miller. Dennis, you did yeah. graphics for? Them? Yeah, I sure did. I had no idea it was graphics. Yeah. I thought you were like a writer or something. No. Graphics. No, I did all the stage graphics like for each show. Isn't like, it weird a, that you like hire Scott to do your graphics now? We'd have a topic and I would create like original photographs to surround the stage on big screens and huh. stuff that uh, were behind Dennis for the monologue so and behind him for the interview and okay. stuff. They were more than photos. Graphics is pretty loose. Pretty loose term, right? Yeah, yeah. Use it for all sorts of stuff. I don't know how many times yeah. you said that though that you haven't picked up on that. I, I don't listen to Mike. Okay. Oh no, I wrote stuff too. I, I got to do a lot of stuff. You not know I got that, a lot Tyler? of privileges. How'd you not know that? I don't listen to Mike. <laughs> but Rebecca showed up with one of her friends to the show and I went down to meet her and as I was going down our producer said can you walk Seinfeld in too and I went yeah and I ignored her completely and talked to Jerry the whole fucking time and well, she it's, it's was Seinfeld. totally humiliated I mean, it's it's Jerry I, I mean yeah, it's, yeah but I didn't go this is my girlfriend kind of nice level her friend I could have done that and made them both why didn't you like, do that I don't know because you felt like it would have been hacky yeah sort of yeah, yeah. Yeah, you overthink everything. Yeah, like well, I'm like, just gonna walk in with Jerry. You we're think get in the so elevator. hard about it that you come all the way around to like the douchey side again. Yeah, yeah, I've done yeah. that quite a bit, yeah. and I regret I it. it. And I, I get it. overthink things now because I don't want to make those mistakes again. Speaking of douchey stuff, Ty Ty, yeah, welcome to the program. What's up? Uh, why Thanks for you, coming all the way over here. Why? Why? Uh, sure. Why did you get held up? Now tell us about the douchiness. <sighs> Jared Leto just. Is it Leto? We had a discussion as to why it went long. Like, was he just go playing long, or was no, he doing take they just after did take? Multiple takes of this like very avant-garde performance where Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un are dancing around on stage while they I think perform. Of those two. That's nah, tough. I don't know. Was that, was looking. it his band that Mars band? Yeah, Thirty Seconds to Mars, okay. which uh-huh. at this point is now I think only two people. <laughs> Him and his brother. Is that his brother? Yeah. Mm. The guy that kind of looks like Mike Shinoda. The you drummer. See the, you see the clips yeah. of uh, them at the uh, the, the, the Louvre no. in France, in, in Paris. Louvre, the Louvre. Uh, a few weeks ago, and like he just decided, like oh, I'm just here, and I just happen to have a guitar. 
He's just like walking around the outside of the Louvre. And all of a sudden, a giant like a crowd gets around him, and they just start. He starts playing the guitar and singing like just out of the fucking blue. And then cops come and be like, "Hey, you can't assemble here." And he's like, "We're just singing songs, man. Leave me alone." That's a terrible Jared. He Leto is the reaction. worst. He is the worst. I'm what? sorry. I, mean, I, I can't yell in your apartment. I know that, but I hate him so much. Okay. What, what's funny is like I have that kind of general feeling about him, mm-hmm. but then you uh, dealt with him on Love Line, right? Uh, yeah, I mean they came. Remember through, that horrible but... time when he was on there with 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 Gary and like he was pretending to like tickle balls and deep throating things nonstop. Who's Gary? Gary? I don't remember that. Uh, he was the old co-host of Love Line back in the day. Um, he, he like I was like yeah he's kind of a tool. Gary and Sandorf. He was Gar- no one a striker. He was air. given oh, a microphone oh. to address the crowd before tonight's performance to like give him a little backstory and like whatever pump him up. And uh, yeah, he was basically like his own warm-up man, yeah. and he did that like rock star charisma thing where I was like, ah, I don't know, I don't know if he's that bad. He like just like the way, and but like I knew it was happening to me, and I was uh-huh. like, oh, he's doing You're it, he's, like, he's doing that rock star <laughs> thing where I'm like, he's a cool guy. Mr. Leto. <laughs> what was he doing? What, what he was doing? just like, hey, so we're gonna try this thing. It's kind of like wacky. We're probably gonna do it a couple times, uh, but uh, you know, like the second time, we're gonna see how good actors you are because you're gonna pretend like you saw it the first time. He's just like he has a scarf on, and it was just very like. Oh, he's like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> was it interesting what he did? It was shot really cool. They got like Quentin Tarantino's like steady cam operator, Jesus. which sounds like Tarantino, Kim Jong Un, and yeah. Trump all in the same. So place? they shot it in the single take steady cam thing. It like looks really cool, and they shot it in like when is it going to air? Twenty four, and it's like in CinemaScope. It's like I don't know, <laughs> you know, it's super wide. Two four two Um, it's going to air tonight, so it's already on you. Go to type in YouTube. Type in, type in Tyler's YouTube. favorite. Turn off the show and type it in right now. Should we watch it right now and then no. come back to the show? I don't, it's not, not up yet. But oh. By the time the show. So oh, I see. I see how show future. business works. So I got to leave and I have to leave in like 10 minutes. Nice. Uh, no, 15 well, minutes. The uh, We're doing the show in shifts now. We're <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. Mike's the only common. Do you want to talk about? We have to have one common. Who's coming on after me? The t-shirt guy. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, yes. Saga. I was hoping to get that to that before Tai Tai got here. But all right, T shirt. And I'm story. sorry if there's too much T shirt talk because I talked about it two or three times on my podcast. Back back to what we were dis- discussing earlier. Like if if that didn't happen, thanks to Mickey forcing Mike Carano on me all those years ago. Like a been rabid about ten Wolverine. years. You know it's been about ten years. It's we've been crazy. doing this show like seven years. I think longer than that. No, we've been doing this since two thousand ten. It's eight years. Uh oh my god. Like a quick math that I just said. Uh it's less than that because I, I was just going to argue with you. That's not eight years. If if Mickey doesn't force you on me and mm-hmm. I don't call you that day and then I don't invite you and down to Love Line and I don't meet you at the uh, New Year's Eve party and yeah. I don't yeah. turn Doctor Drew on to you. Yeah. Like I wonder what you're doing right now. I wonder what I'm doing. I'm not doing this. Mike's probably banging supermodels right now. I'm still doing the film vault, we had but I'm not doing down. I don't know if I'm making groupers. We're, I don't know. We're the anchor to SS Garano. <laughs> what do you what? think? What do you think my without Drew? Do you think you would have sobered up yet? Uh of course not. You don't think so? No, no, because the reason Isn't it crazy the only like that reason, one phone call that one day. Yeah, the only reason I quit drinking was because Drew and I scared the fuck out of you. Don't want to make this dark. Uh, for sure, I was going to kill myself. For sure, and I didn't know who to call, and I called him, and he said you need to go to the hospital, and I did. And uh, Dr. Blum said, I'm not going to treat you until you stop drinking for two days. And I went, I don't you want to. You went to the hospital. Huntington. Because of suicide? Yeah. Drew no, told me to because go because of drinking? Uh-uh. I thought it was for drinking. No. The, the story you told was very no. similar but different. He wouldn't, he wouldn't treat me until I quit drinking for two days. And I went, 
I don't want to. Tyler's out. Tyler's like, oh, this is too too real for me, and he's just walking away. And he said, and he said, uh, Tyler just walked away for real. He said, it takes what's that? He pay me for the water. <laughs> he said, uh, I won't treat you till you uh, stop drinking for two days. And he goes, because I can't get good results. And I was like, okay. And then we had a meeting, and I he goes, you just didn't drink for two days. No, that seems kind of. I knew that's a little iffy. Like, uh, oh, you're gonna kill yourself? Okay, alcoholic, don't drink for two days. Go leave. Tell Doctor Blum I'm gonna kill myself. I just said I've been having really dark thoughts, and I called Doctor Drew, and he sent me to you. Did Drew say that it was stinking thinking? Ew. No, he didn't say anything like that. He didn't say that. But Blum myself. Blum goes. I think you might have a drinking problem because how many drinks do you drink a day? Went two. And he goes, okay. And Everyone then says to. He goes, I want to see you in a week after you, you know, or three days or two four days. days. Yeah, okay. And I went back and I went, I'm sorry, I was, I lied. This is you. while we're doing the after disaster. Yeah, this I go, I have like 10 drinks a day. Uh-huh. And uh, they're martinis. Uh-huh. And then he stared at you and you're like, And he Whoa. just talked to me about and AA and stuff. And he talked to me about his problem and how he quit. And I is, just. Is that out there? Should you say that? The most important thing he's, oh yeah, you're right. The The most important thing he said to me was. All of your symptoms are most likely alcohol related, mm-hmm. like the depression. How, how wrong the, he was. The anxiety. Well, it was so much worse back then. You have no idea. Uh-huh. Like it was, it was just self destructive. Right. Even with this show, it was self destructive. Fun though. Yeah, I mean, like, you were, you it was were driving from Orange County to do a terrible no, but podcast. Even, but you know what? I was, very disres- I was very disrespectful to the show a lot because I knew the show was at midnight, and sometimes I would leave at eleven twenty-five and just be like, "Fuck it." I don't care. And I drive like a fucking maniac uh-huh. to get there in time. And it was all like not a professional way to handle life. No. Yeah, but you did bring Taco Bell. Yeah, and the show wasn't professional the Taco Bell. Like literally it was, was not professional. It was but I, I, we I, I'm paid embarrassed. And it was, there was no pro. I'm it. embarrassed by some of the stuff I said. I remember just coming in there so angry. Not at you guys, but at life. And mm-hmm. just being like, this fucking C word. I walked off the off show. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Okay, yeah, the story you told was was, was similar but different. I, and I remember you, you know, coming out. We actually have video of it talk, yeah. talking about right after that. Yeah, occurrence oh, that's good happened. Well, I'm not going to say when you were wearing on the, your, on, on the show back you're then. Wearing like, I'm your, more comfortable your with Russian it, no? babushka yeah. or whatever it was, and yeah. you actually had tears coming up, and it was yeah, really was, hard. He felt. was wearing his Russian grandmother on his head, and you said that you just went in to uh, to talk to somebody about your alcohol, and they said, "Well, if you continue to drink like this, you'll be dead very yeah, soon." Yeah, I was probably not being. I I, I was. On, it's. I don't feel comfortable just going. Oh, I thought it was going to well, kill myself. And here's what happened. But, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I wish I could drink. And I know I, I could probably drink, but I would, it would be, it would go right back to being. No, no, no. It'd be a terrible, a terrible But I would idea. go right back to being super depressed. Yeah. And the amount of time I wasted, because every day of 10 years, mm. I mean, I've been drinking heavily for a long time, but every day of the 10 years <laughs> leading up to that mm. was I would get up, I would wait till it's 11, I would go get a we hamburger, yeah. I'd go to the Bray Improv, I'd have a martini, martini and a shot. And then I'd have to take a nap, and I would and sleep till the afternoon. Us. I'd go back and to the come club, back, and, have some more yeah. drinks. Yeah, and and I wasted all this time. I wasted right. you know eight or nine. One hours of the biggest laughs I ever got out of Mike though is that he was uh, bitching about his drinking habits with me. Uh, it was it was not long after we had started doing the show and we we're talking, and he was bitching about uh, how hungover he would get like every three or four days, and it would take him like two days sometimes to like recover. He's like two full days, they're just gone, <laughs> and I'd be like, and I said to Mike, I'm like. Are you really going to miss him, though? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he really thought that was hilarious. <laughs> because it's like, are you going to miss those days? I mean, yeah. you probably would have wasted them some other way. Yep. All right. Yep. T-shirt guy. So I don't like pressure to be put on me. I don't like to be on the hook for a recommendation. Yeah. Right? 
Uh, fact, I'm I, with you on both of those things. You familiar with what's what's going on? Like, am I up to speed or with the general idea of having pressure both put things. on you? Pressure. Recommendations. You make a recommendation. Yeah, I'm tracking. Are you insane? Or are you still dreaming of uh, Jared Leto and uh, what he did for His you? dreamy eyes. Trump and Kim Jong almost kissed. In the, that seems in the so fucking avant-garde. Seems a little late for that. It seems a little uh, That's hacky. like six months ago. Yeah. yeah. Did, did he have a big Me Too flash across the screen at the end? No. So... Mike is familiar with the T-shirt guy that I have got uh, that mm-hmm. uh, that I've gone to, and I found that amazingly, I his name is Mister Shirts. Use yeah. Mister yeah. Shirts for yeah. uh, for all shirts. the after disaster shirts that we've made, like both different incarnations. I've uh, he's done all my grouper shirts, all of my uh, three different versions of my cold cockle production shirts. He's done a mm-hmm. number of shirts for. If us. your last name was Shirts, but it was like both like U or E. But you made shirts for a living. Do you think you'd change your name, or would you make your shirts? I don't know because it's a documentary on Netflix about names that you <laughs> yeah. should watch. I did it's the second see time that's come up on the show now. I didn't watch it, but I saw it on my thing. This is the worst show we've ever it's done. Kind of It might be if we're talking about that goddamn documentary twice. <laughs> we'll make it three times. I'll wrap it up with that documentary. So, uh, I warned you about this, Mister no, Shirts. Didn't. What? No, no way. Hold on. You recommended him. You didn't warn me. I would have taken heed. I would. I would. Wait a minute, Mike. Okay, Anderson. You said wait a minute. I might be wrong. I might you be wrong. You are hundred percent wrong. Definitely. And we even don't talked remember about you warning me about this guy oh because I would not never want to. Oh have, my! Because God. I was under the gun to get this shit done. I made promotional videos. I did promo- promotional. Here's graphics how it went. To sell you these said, t-shirts. I talked about it on my podcast. What's for the shirt half an guy's deal? Week. You came to me and you said, "What's Mr. Shirt guy's yeah. deal?" And I said, "He does really good work. He's really really affordable." You said. He's gruff. And I said, he's really gruff, and you go in there, and it takes forever. No, you did not say that. You said he's gruff. And usually, he's fighting with one of his, like, with the girl that's working on the computer. Okay. Like, he'll say really ugly, rude things, and I always have to put a lot of money in the meter, because I'll hang around there, and it takes yeah. forever. I, I wasn't familiar with him being super late on deadlines, because uh, he always meets my deadlines, uh, but usually, it takes some prodding. And to the well, point where you're not a filthy Italian. The most recent uh, exactly. after disaster, it's, gre- it's greasy. Thank you. Shirts that we had made, he actually had to deliver them to Loveline. It's yeah. been that long, but he had to actually. I he I because I, I gave him a lot of shit because he was like, oh, well, they're not going to be ready for two more days. I'm like, that just doesn't work. And he actually came down to Loveline, if you recall, and, and he dropped off the big box there. And yeah, it was way out of his way. Now I get a call uh, from I got, you today. I, I got, got a, a little stern with him. I got stern with him. I got a text from you today. Uh, saying what's going on with your t-shirt guy we already talked about it yesterday a couple days ago right yeah and uh mike what was the, the latest well he's first of all he's not good at getting back to you because no. i called he said they were going to be ready monday a week ago mm-hmm. exactly right and i called on monday he didn't call me back there's so I a, gave there's him, a sweet irony when mike has to deal with flakes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> no don't think don't think it's lost <laughs> on me i'm very aware of this i talked about and it and he wouldn't let me pay him I'm t- I talked <laughs> exactly fucking asshole. I talked extensively about this on my podcast, but he there's two guys in there now. There was only one guy when I went in. I, I talked to the sure? main guy. You're talking to the main guy. Yes. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Tanks or Mr. Shirts? Yeah. yeah. Listen, I went in there today. <laughs> T-top. Michael, let me talk to him. So I call. Today. I gave him two days. I waited till Wednesday and I called. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's out. He's got to call you back. Yeah. And he didn't call me back. Right. And then I caught him Thursday mm-hmm. and I go, hey what's the deal with the shirts and he's like uh yeah sorry man i got really swamped it'll be monday or tuesday and i went okay so i called him today this morning he didn't call me Which back is monday i called him this afternoon he didn't call me Still back till about five thirty six o'clock uh-huh. no he, no he called me back at three yes 
Guess what? I was in there at 2.45. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, he called me back. Uh, and he goes, we have a problem with the graphic. No, he didn't call me back. The woman called me back. She goes, we have a problem with the graphics. You need to talk uh, to a graphics designer. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I went, why? I already sent. The graphics were done by a graphic. Why is another graphic designer involved? She goes, I don't know. He needs to talk to you. So then the guy called me back at 6 or 6.30 tonight. And he goes, my graphic designer made a couple of changes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to approve them. And it's I getting went, really boring and a lot of minutia. No, no, it gets much more you. exciting in a minute when oh, I talk about the cotton lot. blend. Uh huh. When I'm like, "How is the cotton blend made?" He's like, "Well, you see, they have a loom." Okay, all right. No, but they, I called them back frantically at seven thirty. I went, "Sorry to call you so late, but please don't make those changes tonight." Yeah, I go, "Just make, just make the shirts as fast as possible, and don't make those changes," because I promoted this stuff mm. over a week ago, and I'm getting emails from people asking about the shirts, right. and I want to sell them. And uh, that doesn't sound like a, like a hard. I need them now. Like you're like I started talking being, about them last week, I'm and people polite. are saying I would like to maybe have them. No, I, I'm being polite because I. Uh, what well, you have to say had is, a weird feeling that he was listening. I don't think he listened because he asked me about what how we know each other and what. what well, we yeah, do. he's familiar that we you and I are on the same show, and okay. I sent you over that way and, and whatnot. I went in there after getting is your. Is he text familiar today. with the fact that I will never give him business? I I got to. <laughs> Tyler, you got to hire this guy for something right now. It, you know what? It's I'll I'll tell you what upsets me about it. You're right. I I have been a flake. I have I I I see that in myself. But this guy's bragging about his 30 years in business. Yeah. And he sent me a paragraph email going, "We here at you know whatever T-shirts truly appreciate the customer, and we pride ourselves on quick and prompt you know prompt and quality service and blah 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 blah." And please let us know if there are any issues. And I was just bent because it's a week late. Because I truly, not a lot of time, but I made a video promo. I made some graphic promos over a week ago because I'm like, I'm going to promote this yeah. stuff and I'm going to fuck. This yeah. is part of my change. This is part of my not being such a puss yeah. and actually like doing something that I'm proud of. And I like these shirts. I hope that it turns out how I think, even though it's such an inside joke that I have no idea if people are going to want them. Is there a sense of relief deep down, though, for you? It's like, as much as you're annoyed that there's a delay, are you also like, uh, good, I don't have to actually... Normally there is. Like when I'm going to interview somebody for this film, when I pull up, I'm yeah. I'm in my car like just praying to God they text me and go, can we do it another time? Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. Like almost every time. You have to get past time. that. Hmm? You have to get past that. I know. That. I know that feeling. I, I, I've been there a plenty of times. But like, hopefully they're going to be done tomorrow. Or not, they're not going to be done tomorrow. I can't imagine deal. that, but Wednesday. When I when I heard from mm-hmm. you about this whole situation, yeah. then, you know, that I think... Saturday, I heard about it, and then today was like it got really like you're like, what's the deal I was, with your I shirt was, guy? Yeah, I was pissed. really pissed. I could tell you're pissed. So I went in there. Yeah. What did you, what did you say? March 10. I have a lot of shit going on right now. And did I went you in push there. open the saloon doors? And uh, I said, what's going on? I have a lot of pressure on me because I actually recommended you, and now evidently, oh, good, good. It's been two weeks. Uh, it was supposed to be done two weeks ago. And no, no, it was supposed to be done a week ago. I said two because that's what I heard. And he just heard today that uh, the graphics, there's art problems. Like I said, honestly, what's what's going on here? I wonder why he didn't call me after that because he didn't call me till like six thirty or something. And uh, then I got a little back talk, and well, you know, I, there are there are some issues, and we, we we've been talking to Mike. I think there's some communication issues, and I said, all right, yeah, he, he doesn't return <laughs> calls, so that's the communication <laughs> issue. Now, if I was a piece he keeps of shit, calling me, and I keep not I calling talked back. To, I talked to the other dude this morning. I talked to the girl this afternoon. Mm-hmm. 
and then it took the our guy if i was three a piece of shit i would just back. leave the story there but I'll, I'll tell you the real version okay, okay. everything i just said was true okay but there's there's more to the story yeah all right i'm driving back right because i was up north with the wife uh and, and the child for a uh, i had to take them out of town which was something set up weeks ago right because i was supposed to be done with the movie and it was supposed to be right before i ditched my wife and child for the next two weeks yeah. dealing with the last movie it was supposed yeah. to be north. instead i'm i'm up north uh watching my movie and doing notes and ditching my family quite a bit oh the wife is she's had it she's had it here with me ditching anyways uh <laughs> I'm, I'm driving back from that, up you're, north. you're paying to ditch your family <clears throat> and uh i get this i text. know i know right what do you mean <laughs> you were on vi- you went up north yeah paying money i know to yeah. be in a room yeah doing what you would have been no, doing. i went out of the room and I left her in the room uh. <laughs> uh yeah i was out like it was like two in the morning last night and i'm on the computer out in like the courtyard doing work uh, that's kind of nice though no that sounds awful no until i hear atticus crying like screaming and then it wasn't nice so i i'm on the road coming home right yeah. and uh, i get a text from mike with uh, like the sky is falling what's with this fucking shirt guy and i'm like oh god there might be some real issues going on with this guy and, and i need my shirts by tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so i say honey take the wheel and i start furiously emailing this guy saying hey just want to make sure uh, we're all good what time do i pick up my shirts tomorrow <laughs> did he Guess have what them? happens i get a, i get a phone call from him like maybe five minutes later god bless him and he goes uh i thought we were going wednesday i i, I could have sworn it was wednesday i'm like no i leave nine in the morning on wednesday need to take them with me to chicago because i gotta get my whole sound team shirts and he goes Oh, dude, I, I I don't know why, but I thought it was Wednesday, and I have you know clearly in yeah. emails Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, the date of like you know the the month, month of the, uh, and uh, long story short, uh, <laughs> it gets better. All right, so he goes, okay, well I'll, I'll make something happen. Uh, if you could write me a check, that'd be great. And uh, I said, all right, as soon as I get home, I'm, I'm north, I'm driving home right now. I'll be in there probably in about three hours. And he goes, great, get home, unpack everything, make sure the wife and the kid are good. Now well, I got to drive across town with, yeah, for a check, yeah, right, which I was not yes. planning on doing. And I call him up. I'm gassing the wife's car up, and I call him up from the gas lot, uh, parking lot, the gas, the gas station, and I say, "All right, I'm on my way over there. I'll be in t- there there in ten minutes with the check." He's like, "Great, thanks so much, Anderson. See you soon. I'm gonna pull off a miracle. I'll have them done for you tomorrow." I said, "Great, a I, miracle." I, I get because I guess he Jesus hadn't even put in the Christ, order. If that was in the Bible, no one would read it. And then he made silkscreen T-shirts on the seventh <laughs> day. I get to, yeah. I get to the shop ten minutes later, just like I said. The other guy's in there who's a new employee since I've been going. It was just okay. him and the girls in there. And I'm like, hey, where's where's our guy? Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, they said he said you were coming by, but he didn't say if he's going to be here or not. I'm like, he's not he's not here. They're like, no. I'm like, well, how much he wants to check? How much? They're like, we don't know. I'm like, what? Call him. Uh, so they call him. He doesn't answer. I call him. He doesn't answer. Uh, I'm like, you're kidding me right now. Yeah, yeah. I want to strangle this Dude, guy. This guy sucks. And then he calls up and he got and he gets the number and he he talks to me. I really like this guy. I have an affinity for this guy. I know it's hard to hit. And here's here's I the funny thing. Figured out why, when I first walked this in, like the least professional. When I first walked in, this is my first experience with the guy. And the fact that I have a relationship with him beyond this is is amazing. I walk into a shop. It's you know it's, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, the whole lot of stuff, products and like examples and it's like is a small that, little space. Is that dog there there's when you go everywhere. there? Everywhere. First time I walk in there. There's a large German Shepherd behind the And he's freaking counter. out. The German Shepherd. Now, this is a different German Shepherd. Okay. This one's no longer with us. He's got a new one now. Yeah. But it's the original German Shepherd. The new one's in terrible shape. And the new one, I mean, the old one, the original one, is just standing there kind of looking at me, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like nervous, and, and but she's not making much noise. And I go, oh, hi, because I'm a dog person. I'm like, how are you? And she starts peeing everywhere on like the, the floor. 
and it's just me and this dog and this dog is peeing everywhere and i'm like oh oh no you're peeing and i don't and then he grabs the cold cockle shirt wipes it up (laughs) no he's never met me i'm just walking walking (laughs) off the street and then he comes out and i'm not going to use his name but he comes out from the back mr and he goes oh did you talk to her yeah if you talk to her she'll piss He's like, not yeah. me. Well, there should be a sign on the door then, or you shouldn't have like, your dog I'm, at work. I'm sorry. Maybe you don't have the piss dog at your entrance. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I ended up talking to him and taking it. I really like the guy. The guy, you know, he and he does really good work. And it's More like very a affordable. shepherd. It's very affordable. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of like uh, hoops and, and things. And yeah, it, I don't like you know, that. I'm to the point where I'm not going. Uh, he's making the film. I'm a TCB lightning bolt. I tell you what, guy. you can uh, get make about the same amount of money and not have to deal with any hoops. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know why. My t-shirt hoops. guy in San Diego, that it's a very large company that has huge contracts, but they have they have been of such exemplary <laughs> service for twenty five or thirty years since well, I started. At using times, them. I think that our place that we're using now is a front. <laughs> I do yeah. think that sometimes he's like, "God, motherfucker, these cocksuckers don't want any coke, and they want to just get t-shirts." You're like, how many boxes of uh, shirts do you want? He's he's like outsourcing the t-shirts to another t-shirt company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't can't tell if these guys are cops or not, man. But just make these shirts. <laughs> just make the shirts. I'm pretty sure these two yeah, guys. Yeah, they call you back. He's like, "There's a graphics problem." Yeah, there's a graphics problem. <laughs> he's like, uh, "We had." And you're like, "No, the graphics are perfect. Just wear." He's like. Fuck. You're gonna like the shirts. I can I can promise you that they're gonna be good, good. shirts. Good. Y- y- what you, you have you're gonna to- love them. They're like gonna be like any other screen printed shirt you can get. In and town. honestly, I do have drop dead dates. <laughs> like I have to take them on the plane with me Wednesday. So yeah. like that was a big thing. Like I I have to have uh, the the tour shirts uh, for the premiere on on June second. So he knows I have to have them by June first. Like I have to have them. It's not like yeah I was kind of promoting them and people are asking where they can get them. You know like, you have to give a very like define deadlines i guess i just don't like, i warned you though that it's i not don't s- like that i'm trying to tcb lightning bolt i don't like that i'm trying to fucking get this done and actually you think, I, yeah you, you think take orders and the minute the shirts the minute i get an order put it in one of those one of those uh dude i'm packages work- right there and ship it off i'm working with like six different teams right now for deadlines to make sure that my movie is done and now i'm, I'm also dealing with t-shirts uh being printed properly hey look at the uh look at the bags i got for the shirts that's kind of cool. It's a good bag. Ties in. I like that. How much did those cost? And look what else happened. I got a, a guy contacted me on the internet and said, can we meet for lunch? Pineapple bags. Pineapple bags. And he gave me a documentary that he made. A, a bee farmer's documentary. Yeah. yeah. They're that old. It's all black and white pictures like from the 50s. Yeah, they're from the 50s. Are they? No, well, that's from the 90s. That's what it looks like. What is your white cover? What is this mysterious shirt, by the way? It is. It's pretty uh, sweet. You just showed me. I'll show you afterwards. Oh, hmm. Scott made it. Mm-hmm. Scott makes everything. Scott's the best. Dude, that looks like does 50s. Scott have does a shirt guy like you could have used? <clears throat> well, it's not. It's 90s. All right. Well, it's very 50s-esque. All right, kitties. I, I, who, how long have we been going here? You want to know what else happened? I hate the fact that I got a roll, but I do. That's all right. When, when I was going to meet that guy yeah. for the documentaries, uh-huh. uh, I, I ran I'm confused. And I'm sitting some, guy, shirt guy. some guy contacted me no, on Instagram or Facebook. He went beyond said, the shirt guy. I know. He's talking about beef He contacted farmers. me on the internet and he goes, I heard you're a fan of the beef farmers. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if I was on this show. Yeah, probably. Or, <laughs> like, you mean on every other episode of this show? I've never mentioned it anywhere else. But he goes, uh, I made a documentary about him. And he goes, you want to meet for lunch and I'll give it to you. And I said, sure. And you want to know what happened? You met for lunch? How was that? <laughs> we met for lunch uh-huh. and I was waiting for him. I got there a couple minutes early. Uh-huh. Two things happened. Right. One, I walked into a stained glass, leaded, leaded glass, stained glass company. Mm-hmm. And I went, how do you make these in the Wait window? Wait a minute. Tyler, were you thinking that he walked into a window? 
The woman. No, no, no I walked. I, I saw, absolutely. Saw. It said leaded, leaded stained glass. Like they make custom okay. those super fancy I pants. You, like like church birded windows. yourself. No, and I walked in and I just went. How do you make these? And the woman goes, "Come on back." And she brought me back into the factory and went through the whole process with me. It was she fucking is fantastic. A bored woman. Fifteen thousand bucks for the shower door they're working on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed the part where there was a guy with a documentary. Well, no, he was across the street. He got early. He was at the restaurant oh, right. across the street. I didn't think he was there yet, and I, was I like, finally I blinked. And Mike's in a factory. I was, you know, I'm apprehensive about giving my phone number out to people because right. we just contacted the internet. And he gave me his number, and I finally went, "Where is this guy?" And I texted him. And he goes, oh, I'm in the back of the restaurant. And while I was walking over there, I was making, I was recording my podcast. And I went, what if this guy does what those like super egomaniacal like power people do, which is they have a lunch meeting and they just order without you. Yeah. And Larry David does that. Right. Like if you go out to lunch with Larry David, he doesn't, if, if he's five minutes early, he orders what he wants and starts eating yeah. immediately. And when he's done, he leaves. Right. And, uh. I walk in and the guy's got his food and everything sitting there. And by then I look back at the line and there's like 10 people in line. And I'm like. What the fuck, man? I'm starving. But he was a super nice guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a writer. He's a screenwriter. What's he written? Uh, Right now he's doing a TV show with Nick Kroll, or a movie with Nick Kroll. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it's about. What's he done before? I don't remember. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. He's been uh, a professional writer for some time. And, and did you get to the bottom of how he knows you or how he heard that you like the beat? Said farmers? he heard me on a podcast mention That's the beat. All farmers. he said. Mm-hmm. And he took it upon himself to. He didn't know anything more about you. Did, did it seem like he's maybe a Mike Carano aficionado? No, no, I don't think he knew me. That's weird, dude. If you heard somebody uh, liked Burt Reynolds a lot, would you contact them and say, I "Do hey, it. I, made a I do it every day." Mm-hmm. Dear sir, I heard or you, you like, like Burt Reynolds, Reynolds a lot. I don't have any connection to him or anything to offer you, but all right, mom. I I got a mom. I love her. I know that's okay. different from your right. story, Mike. We 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 uh we line up on a lot of things. Yeah. I got a yeah. mom. I love her. We don't line yeah. up there. Love my mom, but sometimes you know you get frustrated with everyone in your life. I'm getting uh-huh. frustrated with everyone in my life because uh-huh. it's crunch time. You're under pressure. There's a yeah. lot going crunch on. Time. Mom sends me a very nice text this morning. Different than crunch, Jim. Mom, one of my executive producers on my film. Which your is mom is your executive producer. She's one of my executive producers. She made him. She gave oh, yeah, uh, right. she gave yeah, she made too it. much money to the, uh, the the film. Okay, and I still feel guilty about it, but hopefully I can pay her back one day. Okay, uh, she wrote, "Hi, dear. How are things lining up? Pretty much on track." Talking about the movie, can't believe it's coming up so fast. How's, I say, "Oh, it's how's going." How's that Mom. asshole that makes your shirts? It's going. We'll use every last minute I've got right up to the very end. You know, letting her know that I'm busy. Uh-huh. And she goes, uh-huh. "Good luck, honey." And then moments later, we need uh-oh. to talk about my back end. A text comes in and says, "Thought this was pretty funny." Well, I thought this was pretty good from a friend at work. Hope it opens for you. And I'm thinking, I don't have time, mother, yeah. to be opening attachments and little jokey fucking, you know, you know, moms yeah, and they yeah. like to share things. They love like to that. send a, yeah. a joke. So actually, thank God my mom doesn't text. I actually uh, me Bible just kind of quotes. put the phone down, didn't look at it for a while. And I'm, I'm on the road. You give your mom my number. Why would you want? He said she going to text him Bible quotes. And I finally, because my mom does send me a lot of like cute, like uh, baby playing hide and seek with a uh, German Shepherd. Oh my god! Can you forward that to me? me? Sounds cute. Uh, it is cute, but then I gotta like open it. And it takes forever to load, and it's like usually I'm in the middle of something, and then, mom rendering. <laughs> so I open up her uh, attachment video, which I assume is gonna be some kind of manatee like splashing with a child or something. Okay, and it turns out it's not. It's actually kind of fun, and I immediately think of this program, and I think this is fun. Okay, we're, we're lay the it show on where we read mom attachments now. Yeah, this is straight from mom. So thank you, Sherry Cowan. Appreciate that. Oh, don't give her home. These name. are actual complaints received by t- 
Thomas Cook Vacations. Never heard of Thomas Cook Vacations. Okay, that I can imagine. Ever heard of Thomas Cook Vacations? Nope. From dissatisfied customers. All right, here's number one. I'm not sure how many of these are real. You guys can shut me down at any time. There's uh, 19, only 18 of them. Uh, uh, you, should we read uh, these are actual complaints about the t-shirt guy in the valley next week when we both go on to Yelp? I like him. Uh, and I like he, his work. He didn't have my shirts ready for the trip to Chicago. What? What you got? Read the following complaint. He's, he'll he'll bring him to my house if he has to. He's going to make it okay. happen. He makes he's it happen. Meet you in Chicago. He just makes you work for it a little Shirt bit. Shirt Cago. There's a good chance he's going to hear this. Shirt one. Cago. Number one complaint from Thomas Cook Vacationers. Here's the one number one. On my holiday to Goa in India, I was disgusted to find that almost every restaurant served curry. I don't like spicy food. Okay, that guy clearly. Isn't in touch with reality. Two, they should not allow topless sunbathing on the beach. It was very distracting for my husband, who just wanted to relax. <laughs> Number three, you can't relax when your the blood is rushing to your old cock. I can't believe this is real, but I can believe it's real because I know what people are like. Number three, we went on holiday to Spain and had a problem with the taxi drivers as they were all Spanish. Mm-hmm. Got it. Number four. I, mean, I went to Japan. Too many Japanese people. Japs. You gotta say Japs. I was four. gonna say that, and I, I refrained. We booked an excursion to a water park, mm-hmm. but no one told us we had to bring our own swimsuits and towels. Blah. We assumed it would be included in the price. That's uh, almost like wearing someone else's Dude, underwear. This is like old people shit. I don't know what's yeah. happening right now. Number five. <laughs> the beach was too sandy. We had to clean everything when we returned to our home to our room. The beach is too sandy. Number six. I kind of love this, to be honest with you. We found the sand was not like the sand in the brochure. Your brochure, your brochure shows the sand as white, but ours was more yellow. No, but it was more yellow. God, I'm a terrible reader. Okay, how much do you just want to punch people in the face? All of them, right? Or slap them? Remember that guy with the gondola that I read like a, about a year ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he only sang one song, and then I had to like ask him to sing another. And, and you know what? I, I, I'll restate what I felt back then, which was the less they sing, the better, because then you can just talk. And not feel uncomfortable. You can still talk. Tyler okay, what about that gondola? Italian restaurant on the street? Have you been there? The one that's by the Fat Burger Where off of right Ventura? Now? I don't know what you're talking about. It's an about. Italian restaurant that has all this artwork painted on the outside mm. and all the I'm waiters are opera Michelli's singers. Michelli's no. or something yes, like that? Yes, yes. And they oh, sing yeah, yeah, to you. I know everything. Yeah, they sing to you while you're eating and it's very uncomfortable when you're trying to eat and some guy's sitting there. there that's not bad that's not bad your music is really fucking good by the way and i'm using a song oh thank you i didn't even talk about this but i'm using a, a mike carano track for uh, a you, scene in the movie did you license it yeah uh, i did not license it. yeah, yeah. and uh, four thousand dollars Cha-ching. it's so funny because every he gave me a bunch of tracks to choose from every single track that i tried lined up perfectly uh, with what was going on like the lyrics were so explaining the scene, every fucking one. And then he put his the, the, dick the, the thing you, I, I, It was very sweet, everything you said about all that stuff, but the, the one that st- stuck out at me the most was you're like, they're all just songs about some girl. Or not, you didn't say it like that, like that. I said most of your songs are about a girl, and it happens to be the scene is there is a girl involved, yeah, yeah. but they're just meeting, so I, yeah. it makes sense. But it, I, it made me reflect back on where I was at in 1994. I was what? like, oh yeah, it was just all obsessed, all obsessed with falling That's what in most love. songs are. Though. And everything's yeah. changed. Number seven, mm-hmm. it's no. lazy of the local shopkeepers in Puerto Vallarta to close in the afternoon. I often needed to buy things during the siesta time. This should be banned. <laughs> yes, it should. <laughs> Yes, it should. 
Yes, it should. Yeah, God for people get a you get a goddamn break. Arrogant, oh, this is great. I love this one. Woman, number eight. No one told us there would be fish in the water. The children were scared. <laughs> this is great. Who are these people? Number nine. Although the brochure said that there were was a fully equipped kitchen, there was no egg slicer in the drawers. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Even if I'm a billionaire and I'm furnishing my kitchen, I'm gonna pass on the egg slicer. I have one. It's broken. It's been broken for a long time. One of the is little... it the one that has wires? Yeah, yeah. You can play it like an instrument for your child. He yeah, loves you can. it. You can. But one of a really broke. sharp instrument that sounds terrible. It's not that sharp. I think it should be explained in the brochure that the local convenience store does not sell proper biscuits like custard creams or ginger nuts. These are very British You are problems. correct. It should be explained, lady. Number 11, the roads were uneven and bumpy. They were very bumpy. So we could not bumpy. read the local guidebook during the bus ride to the resort. Because of this, we were unaware of many of the things that would have made our holiday more fun. I want to see, I wanna real, see these it? people write reviews of Westworld. Yeah, uh, the cowboys shot each other in the bar and it was very unsettling this one's got to be fake too it took us nine hours to fly home from jamaica to england it took the americans only three hours to get home this seems unfair <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm starting to uh suspect that these might be i compared fake. the size of our bedroom suite to our friend's three bedroom suite and ours was significantly smaller one third the size <laughs> <laughs> the oh. brochure stated no hairdressers at the resort we're trainee hairdressers, and we think they knew and made us wait longer for service. What? I don't understand that one. Mm. Number 15. When we were in Spain, there was too many Spanish people there. The receptionist spoke Spanish. The food was Spanish. No one told us there would be so many foreigners. Oh, That can't be wrong. That one feels real, I just, actually. I just gotta... I, I, I know... It is nice knowing that other people from countries are as awful as some of the people that live in our country. Yeah, the English one, the England one gave me a little bit of hope. I was like, I think yeah, these might all be they're all English. I think so. Number 16. We had to line up outside to catch the boat, and there was no air conditioning. <laughs> outside air conditioning. I, I've, I've started to like them more since you started reading them like like this. <laughs> the last like four, you've been read with like this Love annoying voice. Number 17. It's your duty as a tour operator to advise us of noisy or unruly guests before we travel <laughs> see the problem there lady yeah be advised lady you don't there's know. some unruly people behind Speaking you of on the unruly bus. travelers Thanks for advising you see me. that uh photo girl on twitter of the guy just in the back row of the plane just pissing on the seat in front of him you gotta go, you no. gotta go. it's my no. last one i gotta split 18 i was bitten by a mosquito the brochure did not mention mosquitoes mm. <laughs> why would they mention that oh god i gotta roll guys Alrighty. Hey. Okay, everybody. I have a movie to make. Uh, we love you very love much. Love you. Talking to you too. And uh, you guys can continue for a little bit. I, I just got to roll. Uh, next week, regular time. We'll, we'll talk about that, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Next week's the last week. Uh, actually, I will be an official uh, filmmaker by next week because the movie will actually be officially it's done this time next week. Yeah. No, I don't feel like I am oh, yet. Shit. Okay. That's gonna be weird when it's done. When it's done, and done, you just like save a file on your computer, and you're like, oh, "Okay, there it is." Yeah, I know. Groupers.mov. You know, you should, you should, we should, uh, we should be there for that moment. You should get like one of those little. No, because I got to take it to the DCP uh, company, and it takes five days for them to put it all together. Five days. What do you mean? The DCP, the Digital Cinema uh, 
package for five days. It takes five business days for them he to marry the, guy. the sync, the the the, the sound this, up the five point one surround you know sound. What this sounds like this sounds like when you video. bring your car in for service. They say it's going to be four in the afternoon when you drop it off at seven a.m. A lot of quality control, bro. You're like, are they just letting it sit there till three thirty? Yeah. and then working on it. I got to roll. Uh, thanks everybody for making support of the, your, your week. Hope to see you at the June 2nd. Uh, many other dates to follow that. Uh, I'm doing uh, San Diego a few weeks after that. Seattle, Portland, Phoenix. It looks like I got Phoenix lined up. I uh, haven't got that 100% sorted out yet. Weasel Phoenix. On Boston, uh, Denver, Colorado Springs. Yeah, we got like 11 city. Orange County. OC, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, hope to see you out there for this, this thing. And uh, God knows what this thing is or how it's going to. I've been told by some people that have done the uh, the early screenings that it's going to really upset some people. Yeah. Not like, oh my God, that was gross, but like, oh my God, I can't believe he would allow that character to say that thing. And Or I can't believe that you'd think, you think homosexuality is, homosexuality is okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are you screening for? I can't believe you think people are equal and they have rights. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Gals. This is the twenty-minute Tyler pod. Do you want to do twenty more minutes, just by myself? You, you can. You want? By I'll myself. Just sit here and stare but at yeah, you. you have to watch me do it. Oh, that'd be weird. Oh, uh, I don't like that idea at all. But let's just go. Here we go. <clears throat> no, that's not happening. Should I set the timer? No, I'm just itchy just thinking about it. I'd itchy. be fine if you left, but or if, <laughs> well, I'll see you later. What would you talk about if I left? I think I'd probably just start doing an audio tour of. Oh, that's not too shabby. Shit actually. around here. Yeah. You, you yeah. know what the problem I'm having right now is some of the stuff has sold on eBay or has gotten bids. Yeah. And I'm I'm completely blown away by the things that are selling, like those warrior stalls. Like I really thought they were not worth anything. Yeah. But I still put them on for a hundred. It's yeah. at two eighty right now. Woo! Yeah. For Unfortunately, that, all that money goes to the IRS. Right. Well. Um. At least an, another thing is selling for more than I thought. And a couple things aren't selling that I thought would sell immediately that aren't that expensive and they seem kind of cool. But uh, did your Star Trek beer sell? No, really? No, it's still sitting right behind. That me. feels like a collector's item. It I feel absolutely like, I feel is. Like you don't have it in the right uh, ecosystem. Don't. Well, it's not to be drunk, but I cannot believe that. Uh, I mean, was it anyone was else it has rare this? at the time? No, but it wasn't. Yeah. N- not that many people had it. I mean, I've got a whole case of unopened. It's blue. It's like bright blue beer. I drank like many cases of it. Many cases? Every time I went to the Star Trek experience, I bought a case. Every time. And I would break it out at part Not parties, but when people came over and stuff. Was it just Budweiser with like a blue dye? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but um, the thing about... The thing I need to start doing, and I guess I got to do it tomorrow because the first batches of stuff are gone t- tomorrow, is I need to separate out the stuff that's sold. Because it, it occurred to me today, I'm like... Okay, I got to remember that pile sold. Those things yeah. over there sold. Yeah, and because I because I, I was taking more pictures today, and I almost rephotographed those Alice in Wonderland things, and I was like, oh, they're already sold. I can't list them again. Yeah, you need to like you need to like tape, sort organize like, legit like tape off an area of the floor. And it's like anything in this is sold. Yeah, yeah. I thought about um like I, tomorrow's going to be a rough one because I got things scheduled all day and therapy tomorrow night, but. I thought about going and buying the boxes and packaging everything before the auction's even over. Yeah. I don't know though. This is it's a it's a it's uh it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It well, you I'll tell you honestly and this is so obvious. It's just <laughs> the fucking it's like getting kicked in the balls. 
because I look at, I'm like, I can't believe that's at 280 right now and the auction goes till tomorrow. And then I go, 100% of that goes to the IRS. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's not fun. And it doesn't feel like yeah, an accomplishment. Yeah. It's just paying off. It's like, like I, like I have like way too much credit card debt that I need to like deal with. And it's like knowing like when I get like a, like a nice check from work and I'm like, <sighs> Just really just pay off all that stuff and it doesn't feel very fun it doesn't feel like busting my butt for it's all that shit was so worth it, not but it's fun like, i gotta tell you my sister's ex-boyfriend not her ex-boyfriend i'm sorry her boyfriend i mean her excellent know. boyfriend yeah well i mean he was her boyfriend yeah, when yeah, she died yeah. and uh he did things i can't relate to at all he needed major like oral surgery and mm-hmm. it was 30 grand i think mm. And he worked double, t- he's a lifeguard. He worked double time shifts every single day of the week for two years to pay it off. Ugh. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what? I'm like, I have IRS debt from four years ago. I'm just like making pay- $500 a month payments yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what is that? <sighs> I don't understand that. And I guess uh, hopefully I'm going to relish at some point in life in the pay- not owing yeah. the IRS because yeah. that 23000 then I probably still owe 12000 There's just There's this commercial right now that fucking kills me. It's like it's like people talking to their friends and they're like, look at my new computer. It only cost me $800, but it's going to be 4000 by the time I pay it off because of my interest and like, you know, making minimum payments. Yeah, like, yeah. Ugh. I, my big thing, like, I think it was like, Two years ago, I consolidated all my credit card debt with one of those a, companies onto a no, just onto a different card. Yeah, like I did the balance transfer that had no percent, you know, no interest for eighteen months. Like moved it all in there, yeah. so all the other things were like taken care of. And I was like, I'm addressing my financial issues, but then like I haven't done anything to like pay off <laughs> yeah, that. Of thing. course. And now the eighteen of months course. has passed. I'm like, oh, I mean, of at least course. it's all in one place now. But I'm just done the just i'm just shuffling my debt around like an asshole yeah like when i buy big ticket items i normally put them on my amex because i know i know i'm forced into paying it off but then when it comes to i don't have the money i'm in a fucking state of panic does amex like send people to your door (laughs) like what do they do i don't know what they do they probably just ruin your credit what i've never understood what their deal is well, I'll tell you something about Amex versus Visa, at least from my perspective and my experience. Is this customer is, service? Absolutely. Like anytime anybody charged some, got my card number and did something crazy, Amex doesn't question it. Yeah. You did not make the charge, sir? No, it's off. Visa will go, we're, we're starting an investigation. Yeah. We're going to have someone call you. And I'm like, just fucking take, I didn't buy a goddamn whatever. You know, I didn't buy can you, can tires you, for a so Jeep. With American Express, can you not carry a balance at all? It's just you just pay it off the next month. Like you have to have a clean sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, what do they do? I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> I don't know. And and trust me, it's a struggle. And this month is going to be a huge struggle because I'm frankly almost out of money. Yeah. So and Mr. Uh, shirt man needs to get his ass in gear. So you can sell <laughs> some shirts. I don't feel comfortable talking about it right now, but he sent me a text with, uh, I need to know where we're at on this film and where you're at money wise. And oh, that- do you want to continue with this? And I'm like, like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm struggling to like become self-sufficient like financially. And I mean, I've done nothing except for sell some shit. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do some self-promotion and do some photography work and stuff. Has photography happened? I haven't started promoting anything. I haven't put a rate sheet together or anything like that. I don't think it's going to really be 
anything that's going to pay the bills because I, I think photography is not a thing people pay for anymore. Uh, I mean, that's not true at all. Hmm. I mean, I've got a photographer at Late Late Show who takes great photos and gets paid yeah. very handsomely yeah. for it. Yeah. Good point. Good point. He uh, His story is... Have I told this story? I don't think Lay so. Lay it on me. So he... Uh, so I can be envious. I was talking to him like... It was a few months ago. I was like, how did you become like a photographer? Like, what is your... Like, how do you end up here? And he said that out of school, he got a... I think it was just... I don't know if it was just a marketing degree or communications degree or something, whatever. And he got hired at a... Uh, some ad agency and he got assigned to the department that was like their their auto business mm-hmm. like automotive and he got assigned specifically to the department like that was dealing with like the photographers and stuff and just like you know helping choose them and putting together brochures and like all that stuff and uh he was like in like i think he might have been specifically in the, like the accounts payable like to those those guys and he like saw one day that like some dude who was, who was booked for a, a two day shoot that was for like the new Camry, like brochure, you know, yeah. that's going to be at all the dealerships or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I saw this dude, he got, you know, his flight and lodging for two days on a two day shoot in Toronto. And it was like $50,000 a day for his photography. And he's like, I mean, he was a good photographer, but like, I was like, Oh, like that's where the money is. And he said, he, <laughs> he just quit that day. It was like, I just, <laughs> so he, and then he just like, it's one of those crazy Hollywood stories. He just called around. He had some connections to like people that knew like photographers or whatever. And yeah. They, he just called, he just, he had put a list of them and he just called all around saying, hi, like the only thing he had was like an eye. Like he had seen like, you know, cause he'd worked at the, in the automotive section of this agency. Like he knew like what good car photos were, like yeah. what set them apart. Yeah. And he just kept calling, kept calling, kept calling until one dude was like, yeah, you can like come like work with me. Like you meet my, my assistant. And he was just an assistant for that guy. Um, and then he like started taking photos on the side. And the guy was like, oh, let me see some of your photos. And then just one day while Terrence was setting up the lights on a shoot for, it was like for Vanity Fair or something. Um, they were like, oh, like Vanity Fair was like, oh, you know, another great shoot. Thanks, whatever. And uh, the guy just threw him a bone and was like, you should also check out some of Terrence's photos. He does really great stuff. And they're like, oh, send me some. Terrence sent over like just a couple photos that he had taken. And they're like, oh, these are great. We'll have you for a shoot like next month. And then he like that was that was the door i'm the opposite of that guy when it comes to uh self doing the thing promotion yeah. and actually doing the work yeah so then like even when people call me like nick swartz and can you take some pictures of me on thursday uh you sure i don't know yeah. should we do so you, it? Are the, you are the opposite yeah yeah so then he did a couple of gigs with them and then like it was a regular vanity fair shooter and like did, started doing like lots of men's magazines and then he was just doing a shoot for james at like a i think it was like a gq shoot or something and James was like, "You're great, love you." And we didn't have a we didn't have a regular photographer at yeah. Late Late Show, which is crazy. Like we had someone come by like once or twice a week. Um, and James was like, "No, I want him. He's gonna be the show photographer." So they Fantastic. found a spot in the budget and they made it happen. Yep, I'm jealous. Yeah. So if you kill Terrence, maybe you could take, you know, does he have any allergies? I mean, I could do some. Could do some. Do training. a little recon. Check it out. See what's going down. <laughs> His his two daughters will be probably sad, but that's all right. There's <laughs> sadness all around the world. <laughs> I won't be, and they can take you know, <coughs> they can rest assured that I'm happier. Yeah, I'm. That will probably bring this solace in their time of mm-hmm. <laughs> of darkness. Dear kids, Uncle Mike here. 
the killer of your dad. <laughs> I think it's if you. It I think if a photographer kills another photographer, you take their family, right? I believe so. You just like step That's into their life. What a burden that would be if, as a murderer, you had to take the people's family. Uh, that would probably cut down on murder. Uh, absolutely. And then you kill them, and you got all of a sudden like in-laws moving in and stuff. <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, this time next month, I'll be in England. Yeah. Ah, uh, you looking forward to this trip? Yes and no. How I mean, old was Zach on the last trip? Not the family trip. The he was work a year trip. younger. <laughs> but the work, the work trip. Yeah. A year younger. He was a year and... Is this like trip going to be months. harder because he's older or easier because he's older? Uh, I would assume it'll be a little easier on Lauren. Um, How long are you gone for? It's probably going to be like 10 or 11 days. Yeah. First class flight? No. No, 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 no. Is that photographer I'm jealous of going? Uh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um so don't kill him and expect a trip to <laughs> London because he's not going. When are we leaving? We don't, we're not bringing that guy. What? Um, Shit. Yeah, we just got a last minute sales deal that came through. So uh, we got to go. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh, it's going to be fun. And then I'm like, oh, but remember how fucking <laughs> exhausting yeah. it's, yeah. it's yeah. just working from. I think the second time will be easier. I think so. We're also, we have to do a little bit less like we had last time we had a ton of sales deals and we had to make like a, like just me and my two coworkers had to make like an original video every single day yeah and like get that out and published in the midst of doing all the other stuff i wonder who the guests will be this time i mean i have an idea but i can't say it is there an idea you made up or is there no idea? i mean like i know like i know some of the confirmed okay. ones but can you yeah. say after the show's off yeah i can tell you okay um i mean no and then I can just turn it back on when you leave. <laughs> you go, okay, the queen. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, of uh, course it would be amazing. Did you watch the royal wedding? No, I didn't. What? Didn't watch a <laughs> second of it. I didn't either. And I sort of feel like I have mixed feelings about it. Like, of course, as a human, as an adult man living in America, I think it's insane that we would give a shit yeah. But a friend of mine summed it up last night. He goes, it's uh, the popular kids are having a party and everyone wants to watch. And I was yeah. like, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. And, and that's not even de- demeaning and it's like, to it. And it's like, it's charming. Yeah. and like, But it really is the popular kids are having a party and we can all watch it. it but it's also, uh, you know, it's it's almost like a fairy tale is not the right word, but fairy nightmare. I Well, maybe fairy tale is the right word, but it's like a, I mean, it's a fantasy, like the idea of the prince and the princess getting. A yeah, but it's a fantasy that's so outdated. It's not. It's so well, that's not. The, but I think that's what the allure of is. Is it's mm. like a time that we all get to just like pretend that like. I think the Princess Diana one was more of a fantasy than this one. This one's more based in reality. I mean, I just think the generic idea of just a royal wedding. It's just like we all grow up reading these like po- yeah. like little kitty stories about. Well, of co- medieval times is probably like. Hmm. I mean, it's just you, escapism. It's just it's yeah, it's a, yeah. it's total escapism. I wonder if uh, Game of Thrones has increased the viewership of the royal wedding or not, because people are kind <laughs> of into this whole idea of a, a little, king and a queen. A little secret murder, a little red wedding. No, but I mean, it seems like if you're obsessed with Game of Thrones, anything that had the word royal <laughs> in it, you'd I don't be think like, so. <laughs> I'm all over yeah, this. They love the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> I'm all they're, over they're, this. 
RC their following has gone up big time. Uh, did you watch it? No. I mean, I saw like Twitter highlights. Yeah. That's how I consume everything these days. Someone wants me to watch the black preacher. They're like, you really should see what he said. I didn't. I saw some hubbub about that, but I did. I did watch the the choir singing "Stand by Me." Which yeah, is, pretty chilling. It's there's something very cool about an all black choir singing like "Stand by Me" in this yeah. like very stodgy, you know, historically an American song by very an American white, songwriter, uh, royal family that you know going back to hundreds and hundreds of years. Any conflict with the fact that uh, the whole reason we exist is because we fought them and got away from them, and now we're like, oh, let's watch their weddings. <laughs> Like, we hate you, F off, we're leaving, and then we fought them, and then then a couple hundred years, 250 years later, we're like, oh my God, they're getting married. I think, A, that'd be insane if I felt any amount of conflict towards the British, (laughs) besides, besides, uh, you know. But doesn't the American Indian in you still Um, have a little bit of uh, animosity towards... Oh yeah, I can't watch cowboy movies. Of course not. Unless it's like I can only watch the I can only, I can watch the first the half, first half when the Indians are winning. The Indians are winning. <laughs> That's right. When they're scalping everyone. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen before the first John half Wayne of, rolls uh, in and just puts lead into every Indian's uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, <laughs> Pilgrim. Um, uh, well, I think there's like 200 years of uh, relationship repairing between the British yeah. and Americans. You know. Yeah. After after that last time of 1812 when they burned down the White House and then we all became friends after that. It's amazing like when you when you actually uh read about history and you're like god damn how do I forget that the White House was burned? Like how do yeah. I forget that? Well, that's why it's white now. It wasn't white before. But wouldn't I go like oh every time I see the White House I go god I can't believe that was lit on fire. How, yeah, and how about the fact that like I I don't remember who, uh, was it one of the Adams I don't know. Someone during the war of 18, whoever was president during 1812, his like wife was like running out of the house, like saving like paintings and stuff that were in there. <laughs> like imagine Melania running out right now, like with, with Trump's wig <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Um, I'm, I'm envious of you because I, I've been giving a lot of thought to, uh, impregnating Lauren. No, <laughs> I've been giving a lot of thought to what do I want in life? Like, what do I really want? Yeah. And I'm not a good traveler, yeah. but I do want to go places. Yeah. Like, I, if I could do anything I want, if I had a bunch of money or a job that would allow me to go somewhere and take pictures and yeah. make videos and stuff, it would be like, yes, right now at this point where I have no commitments, no girlfriend, nothing, I could just go yeah. to France for a week and just explore and enjoy it and relax into the culture and just learn right. and then go to England and Italy and uh, Australia and a bunch of, you know, and I, I'm, I've gone nowhere. Yeah. I've gone nowhere. I mean, you can say yourself as that as a goal. I mean, it's yeah. not, I mean, look, it's expensive to get over there, but yeah. Well, especially for me, cause I have to drive. Sure. <laughs> everywhere but, but even if i put my car on a boat and sit reali- in it for but realistically if you if you like poke around enough there's constantly flights to europe that are between five and seven hundred dollars yeah. round trip i can't do it i can't afford anything right now especially sure. since i need to get a figure out how, how i'm going to make a living but uh, but that is my goal that is my plan in the future is to instead of just sitting in la sad and depressed and already exploring the radius i can drive yeah. every direction over and over and over yeah you know, I want to go to Montana. 
sometime this summer and just spend like three or four days driving. I'll probably drive there though, so I can have my car and all my cameras and shit. Well, and you could camp in your car in like Yellowstone yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and then I want to, but awesome. I want to go to England just to just to check it out and just hang out. Yeah, you should and be the first guy that wrote a blog about England <laughs> from <either>. an American's <laughs> perspective. <laughs> and here's a picture of what they call Big Ben, which is covered in scaffolding right now. Yeah, yeah, they're like refurbishing it. Almost makes it better. Does it? Well, no, it doesn't actually. Now that I think about the times I went to Disneyland and the castle was covered <laughs> yeah, in scaffolding. No, it sounds better. Like, Can I get 10 bucks off my ticket or something? You're like, oh, Jesus this thing that I already knew was fake is really fake. You know what they do at Disneyland? And I haven't been there in years, but uh, when they I were do doing, know what they do at when they were doing a major like refurbishment of all the stores on Main Street, they put scaffolding up and then hung a graphic on the front of it that was what was behind it. <laughs> Like an artist yeah, rendering, yeah. Uh, and it was kind of amazing. It was kind of like because you could take a picture down Main Street, and it had it looked like Main Street. That's like that's like when I'm working out, I wear a, a muscle, yeah, like a yeah, shirt yeah. with muscles on it. And then when you go to the yoga shop afterwards, you wear one with a big roly poly gut <laughs> yeah, sticking out of the yeah, bottom yeah, of an yeah. ill fitting like tank top. <laughs> All right, let's wrap her All up. Right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Has ending the show always been a problem? Not today.